from the Rose City in beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon, home of bikes, books, bridges, beards, food carts, startups, and indie coffee. Grab your dog, snatch your hammer and beer, leave your umbrella at home. Welcome to the Tiny House Podcast. It's the Tiny House Podcast, Blood Clots. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is Perry. This is the hostess with the mostest, <laughs> Michelle. And this is Mark, and I don't know what Perry's talking about. <laughs> yeah. well, coming That's to you funny. straight from Jamaica, man. That's oh. funny. <laughs> Are you the, high? It's the only way I can pronounce our guest name and get it right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going into India. <laughs> Fading. I was wondering, did you change countries? <laughs> uh, this time, I don't know that, that that would be called pronouncing it right the first time since we've been practicing <laughs> exactly. for about 10 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Good point, actually. I if you got to that fast, you would <laughs> My daughter, my stepdaughter would tell me I'd be, I am culturally inappropriate right now for, uh, <laughs> for appropriating another culture. Although my dad is full-blooded Jamaican, so I guess I can claim it as my own. There you go. Oh, we're, we're, inappro- we're inappropriate. We're inappropriate in every other aspect of our show, exactly. so why not culturally? Right. <laughs> so... Um, this show's already off the rails. <laughs> our, our guest is not following the rules, so let's just bring her in to the show. <laughs> so um, uh, we have, we have, we have, yes. Who do we have? Perry? We have Ramonia. Ramonia. <laughs> Fuck. You still got it wrong. Still got it wrong. Ram Ramonia. 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 Damn it. <laughs> Hi, my name is Ramanya. Thank you, Ramanya. Thank you, Ramanya. Welcome to the Tiny House Podcast. Thank you, thank you. And um, uh, we we have a lovely picture. I think this is her, right? That's her, right? Mm-hmm. We have a lovely picture of you on our computer. You and and um, I guess that's that might be Quincy, but it could be who is that? It, oh, that is Quincy. <laughs> okay, good because I was I was gonna say something else, and I and I caught myself because I didn't want to put my foot. <laughs> My size ten shoe in, in my it. little tiny mouth. <laughs> um, very handsome gentleman. Where is where is Quincy? Um, right now he is actually at work. Um, oh. He's an officer, so he had to be to work at like seven a.m. this morning. He looks like so. An um, he beat you guys time. Yeah, he beat the the time difference. Okay. This morning, so he had it on the work. Okay. So I told him I would hold it down. Okay. You know, cool. You're gonna hold him. it down. Right hold on. the fort. Hold right the fort. down. Right, hold it down. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, yeah. Dang it, you guys! I I just don't want to say her name because I just I'm, Ramanya. 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 That's when you just go, "Hey there, <laughs> just, hey you." So, hey, tell us. So, so ask um, her. Does she have a nickname? That's a good question. No, well, no. It. There you go. <laughs> you want one? You should be an expert in pronouncing my name because if I tell everybody it's Ramanya. Ramanya. Change my Facebook name. So people could pronounce it right. It's not even spelled that way. It's spelled like Romania. It it, it is kind of yes. It, it, so you yeah. got to remember man, Romania, man, Romania. Just like yes. oh, just, it's yeah, the oh, Rastafarian, the Rasta yeah. name, Roma- yeah, yeah, Romania, Romania. I spelled it phonetically, and people still say Romania. It's funny because we have it written in our spreadsheet as R A M O N Y A, but it's actually spelled like the country. Right. Yes, but don't spell it that way because then you're pronouncing like that. Correct. Exactly. It's, I, it's Ramanya. 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 <laughs> All right. 
the, the audience is going, damn, you guys, get off the name already and get to the story. Why is she here? Yeah. <laughs> it's in that run paragraph how to say it right there. Exactly. <laughs> Romania. All right. Oh, gosh. <clears throat> so have you been to Romania? No. <laughs> No. Okay. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Yeah, I knew that was coming. That's because you're clairvoyant. <laughs> so that's a different show. <laughs> Speaking of Tiny House Podcast. Sometimes, sometimes I know things I don't want to know. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's the downside of clairvoyance. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, Romania, um, welcome to the Tiny House Podcast. Thank you. And, Thank you. Yeah, sure. And Romania, yeah, I'm glad you're glad. And Romania's um, now you're just showing off. <laughs> I am. I'm going to say that I until I get it yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> until it's just like part of my vocabulary. So Romania, how is Romania? No, I'm just kidding. So Romania has Romania has um, her claim to fame in the tiny house movement. In addition to ha- apparently having a school bus conversion, is also being um, a member of the tiny house trailblazers. Is that correct, Michelle? Yeah, that is correct. Okay, Romania's yes. going to tell us that that's correct. And so um, there are a lot of ways we can go with this with this conversation, but I want to start, unless Michelle um, jumps in here, I want to start talking about your your um, your abode. So tell us about the, um, what do you call it? You call it the... Um, it's the bouse. The, the bouse. Like T-H-A. Yes. The, the bouse. The bouse. Like the bouse. <laughs> yes. Like bus house, B O U S E. Bus house. Bus house or brick, brick house. <laughs> Dog house. So you gotta get your ebonics right. So we're gonna switch over to Jamaica. Ebonics. It's the bouse. The bouse. The bouse. <laughs> yeah, don't you dare say the bouse. That's terrible. I know. You know what? I My black card is revoked like every week. <laughs> I get, oh I get something wrong. And they come out of the woodwork and like, give me that bitch back. <laughs> anyway, tell us about the bouse. Oh gosh. Um, well, the only way I can tell you about it starting out is how we end up been in this uh, bouse because now my husband's straight in New York. He's from Staten Island, New York. So you can imagine it took me some arm twisting and a little bit of loving to get him to, um, you know, agree to this. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> we have six boys together. I have two and he has four, um, ranging from 24 all the way down to nine. So we have one in like every age group. Wow. And the issue with that was at first it was a struggle as far as financial, but then it turned into, um, a ministry because we were just sitting there one day and I said, honey, I said, because again, I have a background of substance abuse and mental health. And a lot of those people end up in shelters. They end up in battered women, you know, shelters and, you know, um, facilities like that. And I said, honey, how, how great would it be if we could pull up across from a shelter, you know, open up the windows, open up the doors and cook meals. At first, it was just cook meals, you know, just show up at dinner time or lunch and just, you know, get the bow smelling good and, you know, let it float out. You know, like that little cartoon hand. You guys remember that little hand that would come out in the cartoons and, and like, pull you over in the cartoons? Tell me you guys remember that. I'm <laughs> trying to reach back in come my on. childhood and see if I remember that, but I don't remember that cartoon. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're about okay, the same well, age, I'm sure, but I don't get it. Oh, gosh. Okay. So, anyway. <laughs> So um, we said, well, how could we do that? And because I, this is what we felt. A lot of people, and this is just my opinion, a lot of people don't give 
and help people because they're afraid that they will not be able to provide for themselves. So, you know, well, I can't, you know, help because, you know, my light bill's due. I can't help because my rent due, et cetera, et cetera. So the basic idea um, came from um, we wanted to get out of $1,000 a month rent, and we wanted to take that money and be able to help somebody else, mm. you know. So that's how we ended up in the vows. Um, of course, it wasn't named the vows then. Um, it was... Um, it was just a bus. <laughs> and we were like, no, because my husband, when he, now my husband, oh my goodness, he will turn a 20 minute story into an hour and a half. Let's get him on so, the show. <laughs> so I'm kind of glad, you know, that he had the opportunity, you know, to go ahead and go to work. Because I, I can do cliff notes really easy. So, um, so what happened was that he was telling his people at his job, that, you know, he was getting ready, you know, that we, we lived in a bus because we actually moved into it before it was converted. I mean, literally, I hung up curtains, put a bucket and a mattress in the back and we moved in. We kind of just, you know, we said <laughs> we're going to do this. I mean, seriously. So picture this. That's we're commitment. Picturing. We're picturing. That is commitment. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we were in it because we gave up our apartment. People thought we were crazy. <laughs> I was backing the bus up to, by the door using electricity, you know, screwing curtains up. And, you know, I mean, I had it. I had it right. You know, we I put up walls. I, the walls I had were curtains. So I had section off, you know, this is the bedroom. This is the bathroom. This is where you sit. It was uncomfortable, so you wouldn't sit long. But <laughs> that's, that's where we were. places so, to go and people to see. <laughs> right, right. Uh, you know, the, the bus can't hold but like maybe five people, maybe six, if you act right. Um, if you so, act right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But wait a minute, the math doesn't work though because you have six kids. I was going to say that, and two adults. Yeah. So are the two bad kids get a ride They're on the boys. top? <laughs> They're boys. I have all penises around me. So do you stack them on top the of each other? Had that word. I think again, <laughs> episode then, just got named. And then my grandbaby has a PP too, so I, I still didn't get a girl. I only girl. But anyway, go ahead. So how do you? How do? So Michelle was asking, how do you? You, you said that the bus fits five, but you got six, seven, eight people. Well, see, this is how that works. Um, we, our, my boys are grown. My boys are 24 and 21, oh. and my youngest is getting ready to get married, and he has a grandbaby. So, okay. of course, they didn't live with us from the very beginning. But our other four come every other weekend. So, if you do the math, that's six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, right. Got so, it. Um, so, where was I at again? Just stack them. It doesn't matter um, where you were. Let's start with, let's start from here because we're having such a good time. Okay. Um, so, what, so it sounds like, it sounds like from the, the scant research we did about <laughs> you and your family that your husband mm-hmm. wasn't at first willing to go along with this. Oh, my goodness. No. We bought, first I sold him, I sold him on the idea of the tiny house, like, you know, the house on the trailer, and then you got to have, like, a $45,000 truck to pull it. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't going to get it. But we bought plans. We paid, like, $395 for plans for a tiny house. Why did you Why did you buy the plans before you guys knew that you wanted to do it? Did he, he want to see what this thing would look like? No, I kind of convinced him that we could do it. 
<laughs> See, I'm very convincing, especially for my husband. I think that's so, for uh, sexual favors. You know, um, I, I bring those hustle days, you know, when I was out there. Hey, just because just I was out there, I don't mean I lose the hustle. I still got the hustle. Okay. You got to be to live in a bus. But, um, <laughs> you know, you got to sell it every time you open your mouth. Um, because... Cause okay, I know where I was. So my husband was telling everybody at work, and his boss came to him. He said, "Come on, man, I gotta talk to you." He pulled him to the side, and my husband said, "His boss said, hey, man, I heard that you guys are living in a bus." He said, "Man, I, why didn't you tell me? Like, if if you guys were going through something, why didn't you tell me?" And, and like my husband said, "Well, what do you mean?" I said, "You know, we did this on purpose." He was like. What? And see, I told my husband he should have let him keep talking yeah. and maybe see if he was going to go in his pocket. Yeah, raise, man. Like, <laughs> because my, his boss said that he pictured us living out in a field in this old rusty bus oh. with some sleeping bags and I don't know what else, but like literally in their minds, they could not picture a bus. Because mind you, we live in Burlington, North Carolina. What does Sorry. that mean? What does that mean? Is it rural? That means... That we're in the country, um, redneck, you know, um, trucks and bales of hay, and you know, and we're black. So, <laughs> to make thank you for worse. clarifying. Exactly. <laughs> we, we didn't know that part. So, you know, so it was kind of. I mean, literally, people just couldn't wrap their heads around a bus. Like, mm-hmm. if we had been doing a tiny house, they would have recognized that. But a bus, like. You guys really want to live in a bus. Um, so, you know, it, it, it was kind of it, the way I got from the tiny house to the bus was that I just told my husband when we looked at the plans and we did the whole um, the whole construction thing and, you know, how much material if this thing was getting to this hundred thousand dollar mark what? in this. Yes, because th- there were certain things. Well, the house that we ordered, they say you could build it for like. Mm -hmm. $30,000. I don't know what connections they had, but (laughs) we looked at it. They didn't include a truck to pull it. They didn't include the trailer that you have to buy. It was just Hmm. for us and the mindset that we had, we couldn't picture, because mind you, we don't have land. We couldn't picture trying to find a spot to park this thing Mm. (laughs) every other night. I don't think Walmart would let us do that. Mm. (laughs) So, um, so we just kind of motivated towards a bus because I showed him this beautiful, um, you know, I picked the best one out of YouTube to show him. Mm-hmm. Um, I found this beautiful white, it, it was all white on the inside and it was open and the windows had curtains and, you know, see-through curtains. And, you know, I just started bombarding him with a whole lot of things that looked really nice and comfortable with the largest bus that we thought we could handle. Mm-hmm. And so- um. Sorry, go ahead. So, so the did you end up um, building or outfitting the bus yourselves, or did you buy one fully done, or what happened? Oh God, no. Um, <laughs> what happened was, um, it was really, really orchestrated by God because my husband was changing jobs, and you know when you change from from the city to a private company, they release your retirement. <laughs> So, of course, I got real persuasive. I said, honey, <laughs> you know that, you know, since you're moving from 
city to private company, you know, we could kind of take that money and find a bus. But you guys would not believe we laid a bus away, sight unseen, for $100. Well, wait a minute. So so how long was it before, how long was it between the time that you first started talking with him about tiny houses until this point here? Uh-oh. I can't hear either one of you guys. Oh, can you hear Uh-oh. me now? Hello? Yes, I can okay. hear you now. We're not doing a Verizon commercial. No, let's not do that. <laughs> so I, I was asking, I was asking how long... How much time elapsed between the time you first talked with Quincy about tiny houses until this point here where you put the bus on layaway? Um, let's see. I started talking to him. Let's see. What's this? 2017. Mm-hmm. We've been in here a year. I've started talking to him about December, uh, Thanksgiving of 2015. Oh, wow. So two yeah. years. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Um, it- it takes a while with a bus it, it takes away. A, exactly. Well, I just want to go back to that comment because um, now don't don't be insulted, uh, Ramonia. Okay. Let me tell you something. Before you say that, okay, I could care less what okay. anybody thinks about oh, me. Oh, good. I divorced myself from opinions of others a long time ago. So go I for love it. it. Nice. Okay. Throw it out there. Okay. So <laughs> we have never heard. Someone put their bus on their way. <laughs> it's, just, it's like typically, it's like typical. Now, now I'm African American, so oh, I can okay. say this. It's like typical black folk. It's like, you know, right? right? It's like, I'm going to put that bitch on layaway. <laughs> Yes. Like, like my mom, <laughs> my mom used to put shit on their way. She was like, "I'm gonna put that thing on my way." But like, nowadays, you don't hear that. Kmart, that's right. Yeah, Kmart yes. came up with that concept Kmart a thousand. Yeah, oh, oh, they do they? Yeah. I didn't so. know that they still do it. It's just yes. that came back in and 2008. Walmart, Walmart does it, it around did. Christmas. Oh, right. Yeah. So funny to me. And everybody hopes that rich <laughs> people will come through and pay for off all their layways. <laughs> exactly. So. <laughs> but we did, like, literally. When, when my husband um, put the credit card and paid the $100, I said, honey, we just bought a bus for freaking $100, man. <laughs> <laughs> we were like high-fiving each other. Like, man, we got a bus. <laughs> and the bus was, it was it was like with the with the regular seats in it, yellow color and all that, or what? Yes. Um, we actually, the bus we bought was in Florida. Where were and you at the time? We were in North Carolina. We okay. weren't finna ride to Florida. Mm. Look for no bus. Um, the the way we found it was I was up at two three o'clock. I could not sleep. I'm gonna find us a bus, and I happened to be looking at prison buses. Oh, well, that would have been a good fit with your husband. <laughs> yeah. Well, is, so real quick, is your husband is he a correction? Was he a correctional officer or a law enforcement officer? No, he was law enforcement. Okay, he okay. Was law, he's still law enforcement. Okay. Still could at least that bitch out. <laughs> and um, they know him as the boss guy. Um, so like I said if he pulls his phone out just take a seat because he's getting ready to take you from the first generator we bought before we had a bus all the way to the new generator we just got so just picture in between somewhere in between Um, so yeah but um, when we told people well when I told my mom you know typical black folk my mom said where are you going to park? That was the main question. People didn't ask us how we going to live in it. They didn't ask us, like, what was going to be inside of it. They were concerned how we were living in it. Where are you going to park? Where were you going to park? Anywhere I want to. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> At the end of the day, anywhere I want to, if you tell me to move, I can crank up and I can move. 
See ya. <laughs> I'll be back in two days because the law said you stay two days and then you got to move. Right. So, hey, you know. Um, so, so you had. Yeah, so my mom, mom was like, no way. There's no way. <laughs> So you had you had the ability when you guys started building out this bus, you planned to have it fully self-contained, like electricity yes. from the generator, places to put the gray water. Okay, so so okay. now let me tell you about that. Okay. <clears throat> First of all, we did not want to depend on anybody for anything. You know, black folks don't like to pay for nothing. So <laughs> price, don't be reinforcing <laughs> the stereotype. <laughs> yeah, but guess what? I. I'm light skinned, I'm team light skinned, but uh-huh. I am I love the fact that we are outside of the box. Meaning, you know, for me, a lot of people ask me, okay, my black friends, they said, What are you gonna do with all your stuff? Okay. My white friends said, Oh man, that's amazing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it, it was like it, we had to tell two different stories, uh-huh. you know, in the sense of trying to convince, you know, the our black friends that we weren't crazy and then we kind of celebrated when we actually came across people that understood what we were trying to do mm-hmm. um we did I, I knew right from the jump that i wanted to be self-contained i didn't want to, of course i didn't want to pay any light bill which means i didn't want to plug up to anything mm-hmm. um i didn't want to pay rent and because we were doing what the ministry what we want to do is we needed to be fully you know up and running and solely dependent upon us mm-hmm. now um, we won't need, we will need a, wait a minute, gray, fresh water and a black tank. Okay, so we will need a gray water tank, but we won't need a black water tank. Why? Um, oh, you got a composting in the bucket. Oh, yes. Right. Okay. Well, it's yeah. not really composting right now. It's kind of like a bucket. Uh-huh. Um, but we will, you know, the composting toilet is like a thousand bucks, the one that we want. Yeah. So, you know, we couldn't lay that away. So uh-huh. we kind of had to put money <laughs> Like to the side, but um, we have a we have a bucket toilet, you know, regular old flip up the top, do do your business, and you know, keep it moving. Um, <laughs> you know, except for my husband has to write lighter incense. So, I <laughs> but I smell like roses; he smells like incense. <laughs> um, but um, you know, we wanted to. So right now, the way our setup is, we have everything except for running water. Okay. Um, plumbing. Um. We have we have we have a generator. We bought eight three hundred twenty watt solar panels. All right on. But then we realized that was overkill, mm-hmm. and we also kept you know we're part of some really really awesome groups on Facebook. Um, you know, some of them I had to you know bow out because people were being assholes. But anyway, um, we're gonna get so to that. We had to we had to decide. Okay, so do we like like today? It is raining. It's cloudy. You know, we wouldn't have much electricity if we didn't have enough battery power to store up when it was a sunny day. Mm-hmm. Um, because we, you know, we only get, you know, high, high sun until like, like maybe, you know, end of May, close to August, no more longer than September. So mm-hmm. we finally decided to get a generator as well. Mm-hmm. And then we're selling four of our panels. So at the end of the day, if there's no sun, we'll still have a generator. And we don't have a fridge because one that pulls um, an amazing amount of electricity mm-hmm. um, and the electricity would have to be constant. Mm-hmm. So we're getting um, an, an, uh, a, one of those coolers that could keep, you know, food, you know, for like a, a week, two weeks, um, because we're very, very not health conscious because I eat too many donuts. But anyway, <laughs> um, we're, we're, we're I guess you would say. 
I don't even think about green because, you know, we still buy plastic bags and plastic bottles. I'm not refilling a can. But um, <laughs> we're, we're just really conscious about the energy that we use. Mm-hmm. Even though we have, you know, solar panels and we have a generator. Like right now, I don't have the generator on. You know, I'm just sitting here chilling. What do I need light for? I got all this good light coming through my windows. And, right. You know, I, I use butane to cook. So it's like for us, we're learning that we did a lot of wasting of energy and we are using up the earth's resources because we're being wasteful. We're not being mindful of what we're using. So for us, we kind of, we really wanted to live in our bus to see where we needed stuff. You know, I don't need a plug right there. I want my plug over there. Mm, You know, mm -hmm. Um, I I don't need, you know, a a window right there. I I want my window over here. I want, you know, my bathroom windows closed up. So for us, we really, really wanted to tailor it to um, what we needed and not necessarily what we wanted. Because everybody tried to tell us, why don't you just buy an RV? And I said, when are you going to sign the check? You know, it's, it's can you put an RV on layaway for a hundred bucks? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's it's interesting, um, Ramonia. The um, Ooh, Ramonia. Ramonia. Damn it, Ramonia. Ramonia. I thought I got it right. You got it right. No, you said Ramonia. You did, and you said it fast. It was kind of so, in yeah, between. It was right. I was trying to cheat. I'm trying to slip it by. <laughs> trying to slip it by like a plate of chitlins. Um, <laughs> it's it's. Ew. It, <laughs> I don't either, but my mom did. Yeah, you bring your bring your incense. Exactly. You can cook them jokers outside of the pot. Exactly. Exactly. So, so it's interesting the the way it's it's very beautiful actually. The way you you were talking a few minutes ago about how you're conscious and how you want to live in a particular way and how the how we're gobbling up earth's resources. It's the exact same stuff that we hear from other people that we interview let me just say the white people we interview but you have this you have this other color about it that just flavors it so interestingly uh and i want to i want to call that out what you know what that is i know what that i know that it is okay go ahead but it's but it's such a unique it's a unique um contribution to this ethic that is the tiny house movement and so i'm i'm kind of I didn't. I wasn't planning this, but I'm kind of taking the conversation in a different direction now. So, mm-hmm. what do you, you? What do you? How, how do you balance who you are with being part of the tiny house movement? In other words, do you see? Do you experience the kind of friction that that uh, some other people talk about about black people being in the movement? Well, because it's it's looked at literally. We were fine until we were incognito, meaning we were just a green bus with a tan top and, you know, we were just going down the road. And then we got our stove and our steeple sticking out the window. Mm -hmm. That was over. So then people started looking at us and you could literally see mouths drop. It didn't matter whether they were white, black, pink or purple, but mouths hit the bottom of the step. When they saw us and that we were black. Wait a minute. Why? Why did the? Why did this? This the uh, the? What'd you call that thing? That stove pipe? <laughs> the what? steeple. The, the steeple the pipe. Yeah. Steeple thing. Why did that change the game? Because it well, took because, it from okay. looking like a bus to looking like someone's living in there. Is that right? What? That okay. was an external indication that there's someone in there that wants to stay warm and they're cooking and they're doing other things besides you know. 
They're out Hanging there, out. cooking. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. okay. So the the experience that people, the traditional experience people have when they see something like that is, oh, that's just a bunch of white hippies over there doing their thing. That there you go. Okay. Pretty much. And, and then out you two come, and it's like. I mean, think about it. If you're going down a highway and mm-hmm. you see a bus, there's no steeple sticking out of it yet. Okay. <laughs> right. It's just a bus. You know, it may be a church bus. Unless like it's like asked. a rainbow bus, remind like the you, Bohemian time. Remind you that on this side <laughs> of North Carolina, we were going. We went to Tennessee and about. We we didn't get any asked any questions. Was it a schoolie until we hit um, Mount Carmel, Tennessee, and we went in the store to get gas, and the guy said, "Hey, is that a church bus or a schoolie?" And I'm like, "Huh?" <laughs> and it was and it was an Indian guy. I mean, you know, it wasn't like a Seven Eleven, but it was just this guy. He sat back and he said, literally, he asked me, "Is that a church bus or a schoolie?" Oh. I was so blown away. You know, I was. Um, so a lot of times, again, like I said, when we tell now, though, I will tell you this, though, the opinions have changed because we've gotten to this point where you can come in, you can see what we're doing. It's just like a regular house. Some days it's clean. Now, before I invite you to my house, I do have to do that better home than garden thing mm-hmm. where I put everything away, you know, hide it behind cabinets mm-hmm. so that when you walk in. I make sure that you don't look at my bus and say, man, this is a bunch of hippies. You know, y'all just, <laughs> you know, y'all just living like, you know, bums or something. Um, I mean, because to me, I want to, and mind you, I don't, I don't try to get anybody's approval. I just want people to be educated that there are more things in, that there are more things in life that are more important than how many TVs you got, because you got families that have five or six rooms in their house, you know, two bedrooms, three bedrooms. Each room has a TV. When the kids come home, they they branch off into their own rooms. They shut their doors. They got iPads, telephones, and TVs. And we don't sit in front of a TV anymore as a family. Hmm. You know, we don't. I, if, if I had known, I'm 40, how old am I? I'm 44 years old. And if I had known this before I had my children, me and my two boys would have been all over the world. If oh. whatever, wherever a bus could go, yeah. And if we could get, if we could get on a boat somewhere, we'd be, we'd, we, we would have been everywhere mm-hmm. because I would have educated them about the world through real life instead of letting them see it on TV. Because mm-hmm. you know, not everything on TV is real when you see it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's you know edited and you know and, and and puffed up or whatever. But that's just for me. It's like I just wish. That I could educate people, and I see it all the time in my in my career, is that people don't know how to spend their money. They don't know how to save it. They don't know that if okay, well, if I got first of all, I only have two feet, so there's no need for me to have like fifty pair of socks. You know, there's no need for me to have you know thirteen pair of, of pants or you know because I, oh, I can only wear one pair of socks. And I guarantee you, each one of y'all has a set of clothing that you wear because it's comfortable and it makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You got a favorite pair of jeans. I have, I have a you pair. Know, I got, have got this shirt that. that makes you look good, you know, makes your boobs look good, you know, for the lady. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's like, I, it was my hardest part before moving in here was getting rid of my clothes. Mm. Because I am a thrift shopper. So, so. here's how you combine thrift shopping with living in a bus. So what I have a question. In, if something comes in, something has to go out. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. 
So I experienced something in the last couple of days, which is pretty unique to the tiny house, or in this case, the I bet, I bet you have the same experience. But so it was about 830 at night, um, and I got a knock on the door, and somebody that I've only met once uh, <laughs> wanted to come in and see the inside of my tiny house. And so your first, re my first reaction is, I mean, I, I knew who they were, but it was still kind of out of left field kind of, and it was dark and, or starting to get dark and it was 830 and I hadn't cleaned up necessarily. My, my house isn't that messy, but it definitely right. looks lived in, you know, as opposed to the, the magazine versions. And then, um, I actually found out, which I kind of knew again, um, it was actually a city council member uh, wanted to come in and actually talk to me, not only see the inside of the house, but also talk about the legality of yeah. where I was and what I was doing. So, oh boy. Oh. so, so the first question for you is, do you experience, it's funny because people with big houses, people with normal houses, people don't come up and knock on your door and think, I'm going to see the inside of your house, no. dude, right. let alone at 830 at night. And so do you experience that at all? Um, I mean, it's one thing to park your bus in front of a church or to park your bus and, and have it as part of your mission. But do you right. experience that that sort of, um, um, what's the word, um, invasive sort of curiosity? And how do you deal with that, given that you have a mission to to share your lifestyle and to share your assets? Well, first of all, that's just plain nosy. That's what <laughs> I call it. That's just straight out of, straight out of box nosy. Um, honestly... <clears throat> We have not had that problem because we stay in the cut, okay? Meaning, as of right now, because we have not started the ministry, we're hoping that we would do our first, you know, breakfast, which I didn't think I told you that. Our bus will now be called the Breakfast Bows. No, we because didn't. It's, yes, the Breakfast Bows, um, which means that we will pull up on a Saturday morning, Sunday morning, and we will cook eggs bacon you know grits oatmeal uh biscuits coffee because we're going to be called the breakfast bows most people don't get a good breakfast so we're going to give you a good breakfast we're going to give you some food for your soul and food for your belly i um, bet schools could so, benefit from that <clears throat> yeah so we have not as of yet had someone knock on our door and say hey um first they you know they they look for it but um they haven't, we haven't had that experience yet. Now I am sure because based on what I've, what I've read on Facebook in our groups, that will happen. Um, especially if we pull up in a parking lot and light a fire and there's smoke and stuff coming out the steeple. Um, I have no idea how we will handle that. My husband being an officer <laughs> kind of helps, mm -hmm. um, because he knows now, uh, Honestly, straight off the bat, my husband, he is the most compassionate, patient man I've ever met. We will pull up at a drive-thru, and he'll, the lady is like, no, we don't have no chicken. You know, we're, we're closed. It's like 9 to 15, um, and they don't close to 10. And he is the calmest um, person that I know. So it helps. I know that it will help when it comes to him. I'm just going to sit in the back of the bus and be quiet. So um it seems like to me that the people who might knock on the door like they did with Michelle would be the people that are seeing you feeding people and go, how are you feeding these people not in a commercial kitchen? Right. So, so what authority figures, is, yeah, um, of some kind. Honestly, we ain't even never thought about that. <laughs> we just kind of, I mean, I'm just being honest, you know, straight off the bat, because um, we've seen, we've seen God move in places that, I mean, our faith 
there is no way in the world that you could ever shake us from our belief because yeah. we've seen in this build, in this build alone, mm-hmm. you know, remember that movie, you know, if you build it, they will come. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen movements like prime example. We needed insurance on our bus. We have good, we have legal insurance now. So I can tell the story, but <laughs> we were trying to get insurance for our bus. Okay. First of all, when we bought the bus in Florida, we paid for them to move the seats and title it as an RV before it ever came to us. Yeah. To me, that's the key is getting it titled as an RV before it comes. It had no seats and we got a title. So when we got ready to get insurance, they wanted to see a finished. Now we couldn't get, we couldn't get, um, what is it? You get, you have to have liability and comprehension. We couldn't, we still don't have comprehension. We only have liability. Mm-hmm. They wanted to see, now mind you, our bus had curtains in a bucket and two aisles set up to cook wow. for us. Wow. They, they wanted to see finished, they, in order for it to get insurance, had to have a cooking, had to have a cooking, you know, a kitchen, mm-hmm. a toilet, and a sleeping area. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now I don't believe, I think it could have been raggedy as heck, but they, that's, that's what they wanted to see. So you and I know there's a lot of images. Just picture me scrolling. There's a <laughs> lot of images on on uh, <laughs> Google. So my husband, um, we went on Google, found some perfect pictures. We sent them in. We got insurance. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait. You sent in pictures of someone else's bus and got insurance for it? Yep, and right. now we've sent pictures of our actual bus because we've done renovations. You know the, how that go? That's hustling we, right there. Th- wow. Exactly. I told you I was a hustler. Just because I don't do drugs, I don't mean I'm not a hustler. <laughs> hustling is hustling. <laughs> no matter which way you put it. you got to have some balls to do that. So, yeah. if, you, if you need five potatoes and you ain't got money for two, you better know how to do some talking to get them five potatoes. <laughs> Oh, so. that's funny. So you, uh, so you talked about family time, and you talked about children and technology, and how our how our technology is is sort of separating us from our families. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that your your children come visit every other weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Be honest, as if there's any other kind. Um, how do your children feel about the bouse? How do they feel about the mission? Um, how do their, you know, their other, how does your family feel about it now that you've sort of entrenched yourself in the, in the bouse? Um, my mother, who of course asked me where we were going to park and then when it got cold, cause I have fibromyalgia. So my issue with the heat had to be, I had to have a source that was not dependent upon electricity or gas, you know, propane. Cause I, I believe gas is very, you know, dangerous. So. When we got the stove, hey, you can pull over the side of the road and get some wood. You know what I'm saying? We got a chainsaw, boom, let's get a couple pieces to keep it moving. So my mom <laughs> has my mom has gotten to where she actually helps helps us. She made curtains, you know, she made those quilted kind of curtains to keep the, you know, the air and stuff out, you know, because we skipped that step of insulating the windows. Oh, so wow. mm-hmm. um my mother, she's aboard. Um my my husband's children i still call them my boys i've never liked stepchildren the word stepchildren so my bo- my other four boys mm, not so much um <laughs> because they come from a house they come from a three-bedroom house each of them have a, a tablet um when they come here we play board games mm-hmm. we go to the park mm-hmm. um they cannot they, they may have an hour see we have rules here 
you have an hour on that tablet, and if I cut the the Wi-Fi off, you ain't getting nothing. <laughs> you know, and and that and see that's the thing. I have control over. It. I I am in control of how I want to live. Hmm. Um, now my dad, you know, he passed about two weeks ago. He said, "You are just out of your mind." <laughs> You know, I told him we were taking our first trip and we were taking a bus. He said, what you want to do that for? I said, why well, I want to pay $100 for a hotel. <laughs> you know, I could put a, I could put $80 in my in my bus and, you know, we got a full tank. Mm-hmm. So my dad, you know, he, he once he came to see it and he sat down on the actual couch and we sat there and we enjoyed the sun coming through the windows and we talked. You know, we had an opportunity to talk. Um you know, my other family members, they're all for it. Like, because I can now crank up. See, it's about family. It's so, because, you know, with, with today, with the way it is today, you are here today and gone tomorrow. So with family, I can now get on the road and go see my family in Virginia. I can, And guess what? I don't have to put them out at all. I don't even need a plug. I, if I can park somewhere, I don't have to bother you in your guest room because I like sleeping in my own bed. Mm-hmm. I don't have to put you out, but I can now enjoy you in your element. And when I get tired, because I'm not the type of person that, that like, w- once I get tired because of my disease, I, I take my break and I come on in my house and I relax and I get myself together and I, and I keep going. Yeah. You know, so family has, uh, they are on board, but they're not coming to stay. <laughs> they're not you know now when we get a shower they might stay a little while <laughs> you know where but, where have you yeah. where have you where else have you been in your bus oh gosh we went to tennessee um matter of fact i work i well i was on the internet on facebook and i was begging people to show me how to put a stove in okay we had no clue hmm. we definitely couldn't figure out how we we're gonna cut a dang hole in the ceiling to come down to the stove. We didn't even know we wanted to keep a stove because we had never, you know, we're in a bus for God's sakes, but we know we didn't want the propane because that didn't work well. It just didn't go well. So we went to um, this couple, Missy and um, Missy and Jeff Miller. They own the company, like a family. See, this is about family. They have seven children. So it's, and three of them are special needs. So, when they told me, they said, well, listen, this is what we'll do. If you get to Tennessee, we will install your stove for you. Oh. So, of course, you know, I'm going for that. Now, we had never taken this bus maybe 30, you know what? I would say maybe 30 minutes from anywhere, <laughs> anywhere. And the alternator went out before we got ready to go. My husband went to O'Reilly's, and the man literally gave him a brand-new alternator for half the price of what it would have cost. That's why I said our faith is, so, is such at a level because we've seen the things that, that work. We've seen what God do. We, we, we've been in the middle of like, oh, my goodness, what are we going to do? And all of a sudden, boom, it, yeah. worked, it works out. Yeah. So, so we've been to Tennessee. I got me a job from Tennessee. I can now work mobile from home, so I have, like, Let's see, one, two, three. I have three jobs. I'm a hustler. I'm a hustler, baby. Exactly. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, so we've been to Tennessee. We've been to Georgia. Um, Georgia didn't go so well because coming back, we sprung an oil, oil, oil leak. Mm. And we were buying buckets of oil just to get back. Mm-hmm. Um, we think we hit something because we were in deep country. Like our cousin had like 22 acres of land. Oh, I could have just stayed right there. I just could have stayed. Um, 
because I like to garden and stuff. I'm a, I'm a country girl. And and I, I've almost gotten my husband into a pair of cowboy boots, a hat, and a buckle. Okay. <laughs> a buckle. <laughs> He's agreed to the hat and the boots. He ain't quite got to the tight jeans and the buckle yet. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we've been to Georgia. We've been to Tennessee. And I think that's it. Like, we, you know, we've, we've piddled around here and we've gone to my mom's house and, you know, in Durham, which is like maybe 30, 45 minutes. But um, my husband is applying for uh, Border Patrol jobs. So we may end up in like Arizona, yeah. Texas, yeah. the tip end of California. You know, we just don't know where we're going to end up at. But what we do know is that wherever we end up at, wherever we park, we feel that we will find people that need help, that need a meal, that may need. And see, here's the here's the beauty part of this. Because of the money that we will save. Now, mind you, we're sinking every single thing we have into it to get it up and running yeah. and dependable. Yeah. Here's the, the glory of it is that because we'll be able to save money, when we come across somebody, we may come across, because I've seen mothers with babies that barely have their, their diapers about to fall off. They don't have the money to buy Pampers. My husband can say, hey, baby, we got we need shoes, socks, and we need Pampers, and we need T-shirts. I can go to the nearest store, buy all of that brand new, be able to bring it back and bless somebody with it. That's a that that's the ultimate. When we get to that point, we will have arrived at every single toenail that got that got hit with wood, you know, and and every finger that got crushed and every, you know, disappointment that we had because we couldn't do something. That's when it'll be worth it. Right on. Well, uh, Ramonia. Did I get it right? Ramanya. See, it's been so freaking long. Ramanya. I think you got it. It's been so long. I've been. I've lost my my edge. Anyway, <laughs> really great talking with you. Oh my goodness, um, it was a great show. Um, really appreciate everything you've shared with us. And Thank maybe you. maybe we'd like to have um, Quincy come on the show sometime later in the year or something like that. We can here. bring the Q1. Yeah, and hear his side of the story. That would be really You cool. got You got yeah. long in 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll ask him one question, and then we'll just be quiet. Right, right. Yes, you guys are going to have to interrupt, and then he will go right back to that sentence that he was saying for y'all. <laughs> the expanded <Yeah>. edition. <laughs> well, thank you so yeah, much for being on the show. But you guys have been great. Uh, you know, I was nervous at first, but I – I have to say to you guys, I really, really appreciate you guys inviting me. I appreciate the fact that you guys allowed me to get my story out. I appreciate it, and I'm grateful for that. I appreciate that. You're so welcome. And for the Tiny House listeners, listen up. We want you to subscribe to the show. We are pleading. I'm on my knees. We're not not begging. I'm not begging. begging. We're not begging. Um, (laughs) We do want you to subscribe to the show, though, and we want you to send us a review or something. So um, let us know how we're doing. Tell us what we can improve, what we can do better. And if we can't do anything better, let us know that. Oh, yeah, that'll be it. <laughs> no, you guys are perfect. <laughs> totally dialed in. Exactly. <laughs> so please go to – we're talking about iTunes, right? Yeah, go to iTunes, yeah, go, please. Go to iTunes and subscribe and uh, listen to every show because they're really interesting, especially the next one's coming up. This one was interesting too. Anyway, I think we're done. Whoa. I think so. all right bye bye everybody see ya bye bye thank you for listening to tiny house podcast to find us online go to tinyhousepodcast.com where you will also find our show notes if we remember to put them there our logo was designed by the amazing carolyn main our website is hosted by the gang at sitecast our theme music is by oma studio please go to itunes and give us a five-star rating or whatever 
you tiny house loving bastard. Tiny House Podcast is probably made in Portland, Oregon. <laughs>